Hey guys, how you doing? It's Brad Roth with ATREpodcast.com, all things real estate. I've been in the real estate business since 1998. So I started this podcast to give agents, buyers, sellers a place to go and a place to get information. So excited about my next guest. We have Gustavo Munoz Castro from Power ISA. Now Gustavo goes by Gus for short. He's originally from Mexico. He's a former Microsoft senior engineer turned real estate agent turned inside sales guru. Now, since 2015, he runs one of the largest inside sales teams for real estate in North America with 105 agents strong, making about 50,000 out dials a day. Gustavo's team sets about hundred appointments with buyers and sellers every day, mostly from Facebook leads. He runs a seven figure year business and has over 600 plus active clients. Now, Gus is extremely passionate about helping business owners be successful through online marketing and lead follow-up, team building, sales scripts, online lead conversion, and much, much more. Hey, Thanks for coming today, Gus. How are you? Hey, happy to be here, Brad. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> so I hope I gave you enough energy there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That was a great intro, man. Hey, Gus, what made you start Power ISA and who would really benefit from your services? I started by scratching my own itch, which is, you know, how I think a lot of great solutions, especially the real estate space, it's how they happen, right? So I, I was running a, a team in Seattle. I used to work for Microsoft. You know, I left Microsoft in 2013 to go full-time into real estate. And I haven't looked back since. And my first immediate need was I was building a team. I was building a team, my wife and I, about 30 transactions, 10 million in volume a year. And we wanted to scale up, wanted to do better. Wanted to do more. What's the light bulb that went off in your head? What happened where you said, hey, I know I can do this better, smarter. So for instance, I've had where I hire someone to do like one of your competition, maybe mojo dials or whatever, where I hire like one person to come in and do like a three line dialer. What's the difference between you and them? We're meeting the same need. And you know, and, and you've done it yourself, Brad. You kind of know what that's like, right? You want to boost your business. You want yeah. to boost either your outbound prospecting. You want to do cold calling. You want to reach people that are not even in your database. Right. Or maybe you're purchasing leads. You got those inbound people coming in and you want to convert those to appointments, to live transfers. You want to convert them into clients faster, right? So you usually have one of the two needs or you have both needs. So you, you have the option. You bring someone into your team. That's how I started. I brought someone into my team and yeah. I'm like, okay, I really enjoyed that role. That was like, okay, this is really interesting. I saw other people in the industry having a lot of success with their in-house ISA team. They were like, okay, they had five people, 10 people, 15 people doing this role. And I said, okay, this is really interesting. Let's, let's dig a little bit more into it. And I'm an engineer by training. Right. So I said, okay, what is this, right? What's the system? What's the process? Can we scale this? You know, in real estate, there's not many roles that can scale up well, right? That's right. It's hard to do. It's really challenging. Scaling a real estate team, one of the hardest things you can do. But this role, you know, it's really different than the rest of the roles in real estate. It's lead generation focused. It's salaried. And people tend to do a single thing all day, like sitting in the room, making right. it happen. Most sales roles in real estate are not like that. They're not like sitting down and like hammering that phone all day. That's not really how it works. So I thought that was really interesting. And I said, hey, I'm originally from Mexico. I bet I could build a team back home with right. folks in Mexico calling for me in the States. That was my bet. That was my like light bulb that went yeah. off. 
And as soon as I put that out there in the world, right? Because people knew I was doing ISA. They knew that my ISAs could set 20, 25 listing appointments every month. And they're like, Gus, you're going to go do this in Mexico? Yeah, I want one. They came to me, right? So they're like, hey, Gus, here's, you know, 2,500 bucks. Here's 3,000 bucks. Set up an ISA, train them for me, uh, make it happen for me. You're going to go do it anyway. So might as well just add one more person to your room. So me as a real estate agent, would I say, okay, uh, Gus, I'd like you to have your inside sales agents call this area. You know, here's 3000 homes or whoever. I'd like you to call these and you guys just call and do I tell you what I'd like you to say or do you have your own scripts? And what separates Power SI from other services? What's so special about you? Great question. So one of the things that I think sets us apart from a lot of the competition out there is that our folks are all sourced from Mexico. That is a big difference. I think a lot of the big ISA companies out there, they're mostly sourcing from the Philippines, from other parts outside the US. Mm -hmm. Mexico has a huge advantage. Number one, everyone that we hire has lived or grew up in the US. So that's a huge difference, right? There's a huge difference between someone that proficient in English. So they understand what Americans are like and how to talk to them. So sarcasm, Brad, you cannot teach someone that. No, you cannot. You don't. Lingo, like slang, like, you know, all this stuff. Uh, You know, in America, we have a a funny way of talking. And, you know, particularly it's biting when it's talking about sarcasm. You don't get it, right? Because we can be the most sarcastic people in the world, but we mean it in a loving way. And you have to... Exactly. It. It's just a part, it just you know, jokingly and then yeah. sometimes really sarcastic. So that's a, so that that is a really great key point. So your people are already trained, they understand Americans and what we're looking for and how we're kind of get to the point. And what are some common misconceptions about ISA in general and lead generations? I think the number one thing I think that folks struggle with, their ISA comes into their team right. and sometimes folks, they want, they think it's plug and play. Well, here you go. Here's a list and, you know, give me the listing appointments on the other end. Right. And I would love it if it were like that, Brad. Man, I'd have a 10,000 ISAs if it were as easy as that. Right. And it's not, it's challenging, right? So there's a process that folks need to follow. There's an onboarding of their campaign. Our company needs to understand, what do you want your ISA to do? What's your goal? We make sure that you have the dialer and the lead source and the expectations to get you there. So Gus, again, this is primarily for agents, struggling agents, newer agents, or just agents that want to build their business even higher. Maybe an agent does do 20 million a year and he wants to bring it to 60. If I was to hire you, how would that go? So I'm not doing the calls. You guys are doing all the calls out there. So part of the onboarding is you just interviewing me to see what I'm looking for and what I want. And then you're, you know, leveling expectations is that really what it's about? Yeah, hundred percent. Once you sign up a client, you know, they're ready to go. They have their launch date. They're going to be working with an ISA. Yeah. We have what's called an exploration call where we go deep. Now you have yeah. a goal, right? We've hopefully, you know, vetted your goal. You're not going to go in there with some a crazy expectation. And then right. we take it down. That's not how it works. That's great. We have a goal and we understand that's an achievable goal. The onboarding process, we call it an exploration call. That process is to make sure that you have all the tools in place to get to that goal. And it's easier said than done, right? Oh yeah, Yeah, no, I agree. You have to have a plan. And we've done this so many times now, Brad, that we have a pretty good idea 
how to set up these campaigns, what tools that you need, and what you need to make sure that you get to those goals. Oh, I love it. I love it. Gus, let's get to know you a little. Did you ever watch Back to the Future? 100%. Okay, them. good. So if uh, old Gus had to jump back in that DeLorean and ask young Gus, give a young Gus some advice, what's something that you would jump in that car and really wish that you knew back then? Ah, that's a really good question. So I... <laughs> I would tell him, don't do it. Don't go into yeah, it. Right? I mean, you, yeah, but so you could definitely warn him of something and yeah. tell him to do something more of. So super, super honest with you and your audience. Yeah. You know, I became an entrepreneur when I was 32 years old. So I was not a young guy out there because I see folks in my industry, my peers, 25, 23, yeah. you know, mid to late 20s, a lot of them, right? Yeah. Especially newer real estate agents, they tend to be super young. I left corporate America and became a true entrepreneur right. at 32 years old. Yeah. So I wish I would have told myself, Gus, you're going to mess up. Mistakes people make when they're teenagers and they're doing their first business deals and they're doing all these things. You're going to do it in the mid thirties, right? And be nice to yourself because that's just how it goes. Isn't You're that great? The school of hard knocks. Right. You know, I love that you said, Gus, be nice to yourself because I feel like we are our own worst critics. We are so, so hard on ourselves. And we look at everybody else as if the world just, you know, threw the red carpet down for them and that it was easy. And we look at ourselves and say, you know, bad boy, bad boy. And, and the truth is, is be nice. Give yourself some love. Tell yourself you love yourself more. Be kind. And yeah. I love that you said that. Absolutely. It's so true. You know, it can be easy to get caught up in social media and, you know, keeping up with the Joneses. Right. We're all on our own path. We're all on our own journey. And when you become an entrepreneur, it's not a straight line from zero to seven figure business. You're going to get some setbacks and most right. people get knocked out by those setbacks. The overwhelming majority of folks. I agree. Guess how did COVID affect your business? Was it better or was it worse? Wow, really good question. More people should ask that question because that was like a really big event. You know, this is a year ago, almost exactly yeah. a year ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it was a scary ago. time, right? So a year ago, Brad, exactly a year ago, yeah. I did not know if I was going to close the business within 30 days. I wasn't sure because yeah. I know well, I depend on real estate agents. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's, that's, that's really what I was doing. Yeah. We, and we didn't know what was going to happen. We were scared. 100%. And if you called me and said, hey, how would you like me to make calls for you? I'd be like, I just want to know I'm going to be alive tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, let's uh, call your database and see if they're going to buy or sell. Yeah, yeah I know right. Component of that. I know you recommend that. Imagine making that call during lockdown. Hey, you thinking oh, of buying or selling? Bro, I think I want to survive next yes. month, right? Yeah. Like, so I think people might forget. This was that long ago but a year ago we had no clue what was going to happen and anyone that said they did is not really being honest with you right, right. especially in real estate right. lockdowns were everywhere you couldn't close a deal if you had no, it. we didn't know what to do was, i prepared for the worst my company went 100 percent virtual at the end of march because I said, if they're going to lock us down, well, then we're going to keep working. And they did lock us down. Within two weeks, the lockdown order came down. Right. The same as in the U.S., most states in the U.S. Lockdown, no one can do anything. Stay in your house for the next six weeks. Now, are you in, Are you based out of Mexico now? Do you live in Mexico? I'm living in Houston right now. So I live between both countries. I go back and forth between the U.S. and Mexico all the time. Mainly San Diego, Houston, and then I go back to, to Mexico. But that's one of the things that happened after the pandemic. We became 100% location independent. Yeah. Most of our team is in Mexico, but now now they're all over Mexico. Right. So for me, that was one of the pot. If you can find positive things, that's one of the positive things that came out of the experience. We became a hundred percent virtual company. And that's been a huge advantage for us. That's Another right. thing happened, Brad, which was, I did not expect this, right? 
after like a pause of about maybe four to six weeks of where the market was like going sideways, not up, not really down, just not doing anything. The market took off like nothing I've ever seen before, right? It's this insane. is last yeah. spring and summer and it hasn't stopped. And combine that with ultra low interest rates, the government trying to push things forward. It's obvious in hindsight, we didn't know it was going to happen. We call people on the phone. We text people as part of our follow-up plans. The contact rates went through the roof. We had never spoken to so many people. That's amazing. That was the first time we started sending 100 appointments a day, right Good after free. lockdown. Yeah. Good we're at home. You. They were That's bored. Amazing, right? I didn't know what to do and I didn't want to joke about it. But as we got three, four, five months into the pandemic and I was listing all these houses, what I started to do was in my videos, when I'm talking about the homes, I'd say, is this that kind of house you want to be quarantined in? You got to be quarantined. Here's the house for you. And, you know, people would love it and they'd laugh because the truth is everyone was getting sick of staying at home. So it was always nice if it was a pool or a putting green or, you know, a nice big grassy area. So that always helped. Gus, let me ask you, what is an average morning for Gus? What do you do? What, what oh, gets you man. in that, that mind to work? I've had to work a lot of this, right? Because, you know, I have two young kids. So if you're not careful, that's your whole morning, right? Just to get, getting right. them off and getting ready for the routine. So, you know, they get ready, they go to school. And so, so that's my first hour and a half up to two hours. And the kids are ready, right? Six, six, six in the morning to 6.30ish back time, right? Once that's done, kids are out. I go take a walk, Good right? For you. I do check my phone. I do handle the burning things right before I do my walk because I want to shut off. Yeah. And I either going to just think in my own thoughts for the Good. 40, 50 minutes, or I'm going to listen to a specific podcast I want to learn something about. And that's my time. And that is one of my favorite times of the day now. I look but, forward to that walk. So what you're saying is, is that you actually will take a walk. You'll get in your own thoughts and you'll start listening to the All Things Real Estate podcast by Brad Roth. I love it. And then, you know... <laughs> Hey, Gus, I have to tell you, 99% of the people I interview and I ask that question to, they're all big top producers or big entrepreneurs. Every one of them says the same thing. In the morning, they take time to work out, take a walk, 100%. be alone with their thoughts and understand where their day needs to go and where their head needs to be. And the reason I ask that question is I'm trying to get people to understand how important it is to be healthy, to be mind conscious, and to have that attitude of gratitude. hundred percent. And it's so easy to get caught up. I mean, we're managing transactions. We're yeah. clients want answers to something. Some mm -hmm. vendor wants this information to move the transaction forward. All of these things are happening, Brad. And right. if you take 30, 40, 50 minutes for yourself, they're still going to be happening before. They're still going to be happening after. Mm -hmm. I think the lizard brain that wants to just respond to everyone immediately That's right. is a really tough habit to break. I have empathy for folks that are stuck on that. My phone does not have notifications turned on. Good. You, you know, my wife knows, are the worst. reach me, she has to knock on the door. If there's yeah. an emergency, she's not going to call. I'm not going to pick up that phone. Otherwise, you're a slave to this. Thing. Yeah. And I, and I, the, I, I yeah. talk about a whole hour about that, but I'm like, that starts with that. I'm, I'm glad to, to hear you say that. That's, uh, that's great. Our businesses, especially when you're an entrepreneur and real estate agents, you are an entrepreneur as well. And we are slaves to our clients. And that's a good thing. You know, we want to give good customer service, but we also need to be good and kind to ourselves. And unless we're good and kind to ourselves, how can you be good and kind to anybody else?
Gus, where do you see the future of lead generation going? Oh, it's yeah. Wow. That's a, that is a, another really, really good question. So right now, so let me give you a little bit of background. I've been in the business, you know, not as long as you have Brad, but I've been in the business, you know, for, you know, almost 10 years now. My wife has been licensed since 2008. So I kind of count that time as part of this too. You guys are I've rookies. Few, <laughs> the kids, right? You know, I've seen a few waves of this already. I've seen a few waves and changes. Right after the crash was this big emergence of the online lead gen. Yes. It really took off after the crash. People might, might not remember this. Google SEO, Google pay-per-click, Craigslist as like an almost unlimited free lead source, right? You're talking to a guy, Gus, you're talking to a guy who, when I started, we didn't have the internet for any leads or anything. I mean, we really didn't. So I had a pager number and I was laughing. I have right here. I'll show you. This was my very first notepad and there's no cell phone. It's got a fax number and a voicemail pager. And I laugh because that's what it was about. So I look at a guy like you now who is knee deep in the thick of lead generation. And I say, is there some new exciting things coming out? Are you excited about the business? Are you excited about what you can do to help real estate agents stay relevant? And I think you just touched on the key term there, Brad. I want to go back to your times, 25 years, right? To now. Yeah. I think the next 25 years are going to be about relevance. And carving yeah. out a space for us as agents, yeah. because in case you haven't noticed, we are under attack, my friend. Right? You know, huge. Got, We've got like, several companies. We won't say their names. With, but yeah, yeah, with tons of you money. You can say their names. I'm not allowed. <laughs> yeah, 100. You got people with a lot of money trying to make you irrelevant, trying to bring you into their fold, be their employee, whatever you want to call it. Right? They're trying to make you less relevant. Trying to make you yes. Relevant. They're trying to get rid of us. But we have a huge advantage, Brad. This is the crazy thing. So Amazon has 25% of online commerce in the US, yes. 25%. Of total commerce, it's less than 10%. People think they're this huge behemoth. They don't own the last mile, not yet at least, not yet. They don't own the brick and mortar store around the block. Right. We as agents, we know these communities. We can build the relationships. If the agent requires someone to be between them and the customer, then they are going to lose relevance. If they yeah. need Google to be there, if they need Facebook yeah. to be there, if they need Zillow or Realtor.com to be there in the middle between you and your clients, you're going to be on the wrong side of this so equation. So you said something that I don't want to skip over. And I love the fact that you said it. This is something, again, that in almost every show someone brings up. And you said building relationships. That's the key to our business. And that's the reason why we're going to stay relevant. If we're good at building that relationship and looking someone in the eye and saying, I care, because there's nothing worse than having to go online and wait for someone to call you who you don't know. You can't see them smile and you don't know if they really care about you or their paycheck. A hundred percent. And you know, we have that advantage and the big companies, the portals, the tech companies, they don't have that. And they're going to try to put themselves between you and the client. That's yeah. the only play they have. That's really the only thing they've got. And I think if we make sure that we're putting that relationship first, and this is regardless whether you got the lead through the web, at right. that point, build the relationship. Because one good client, Brad, a good experience, the client, that gives you, I mean, how much transactions is that going to generate in the lifetime of your business? Well, that one person every few years is going to buy or sell with you, not to mention their family, their friends, their friends, friends, 
than that person's friends. I mean, I built my whole career on that and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. hundred percent. Or something that you recommend a lot. I've heard, you know, some of your episodes, talk to other vendors in the community, right? right? Talk to that car dealership. The big ones, they can't like do it. that. They cannot go out there and knock on their door and they'll actually speak to them. And I am hey, I'm right down the street with you. Can we work and help each other? So these are the advantages that we have that don't scale well for these portals and these companies. That's right. You have to maximize that. And if, and if people are maximizing those things, it sounds old school, right? That's why we're going to win in those because yes. the tech companies can't automate that. That's why it sounds a little bit old school. But this is a relationship-based business. The people that don't understand that this is a relationship-based business are going to become irrelevant. Yes, they'll be on their way out. I agree. Gus, so if any of my listeners want to sign up with you and, and hire Power ISA, need advice or anything, how, how can someone get a hold of you? The best way is my website, powerisa.com. That's probably the easiest way to get in touch with me, with my team, you know, follow us on Facebook. You know, we have a Facebook group. It's a free group. People can join. And we just talk about these topics, marketing, connecting with folks, converting leads, all this fun stuff. Do you have different programs to help people in different parts of their career? So maybe the more experienced agent can spend more with you than maybe a new agent. Do you guys have different programs? 100%. We have what we call our pay per lead program. So say you're generating, you know, maybe 50 leads a month through Google advertising or Facebook advertising or YouTube advertising. You don't have a huge budget, but you're diversifying. You've got different sources. This is another one of your sources and you're developing it over time. Great. You can spend a couple hundred bucks with us a month, right? And that's all you need to make sure those leads are called not once, not twice, but 12 times, right? Oh, that's amazing, times, Gus. 30 times. 100%. That's amazing. I, I love Absolutely. that. If you're going to send us five leads a month, it's a cost per, fixed cost per lead, right? So yeah. you can send us five leads a month, 50 leads a month, 100 leads a month. That makes way more sense as you're starting out in your career yeah. than hiring a full-time person where there's no need. Gus, before we end this podcast, I know we've covered a lot, but is there anything that we haven't covered that you really want my audience to know that maybe you wish I would have asked you or, or you just want to get it? clear and concise. Is there anything that we haven't went over? Um, you know, I think one point I think is really, really important is we talk about building relationships. We talk about making that connection. A step before that is you got to talk to people. <laughs> you have to be very purposeful, be very intentional of finding people to talk to. Yeah. 25 years ago, it was the phone book. It was door knocking, it was yeah. networking. It was 100% based on that. Now we have all these online tools. The problem is the same. How many people can you connect with on a daily, on a weekly basis. Right. If you're serious about your business, you're going to keep track of that number because that is all that it's about. The channels, whether it's Facebook, Google, online, offline, they're just channels that get you those conversations. Yeah. How many of those conversations are you having? Because those are opportunities to then build the relationship and go deep. Great advice, Gus. And I want to thank you for being here today. To all my listeners, make sure you go on to Power ISA and check them out. Give Gus and his company a chance. They're really incredible. And remember, you can go to atrepodcast.com, sign up for my five free secrets on how to be successful in real estate today. You can also sign up for a free coaching class. We'll go over my ebook and my manual, which will teach you how to be authentic. I want to see you thrive, not survive. And remember, guys, be good to one another. We're all here to help build relationships and ask questions. Thanks so much, Gus. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks so much, Brad. And that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, many of my podcast listeners have become my coaching clients. If you'd like to be a coaching client, 
Go to my website at www.atrepodcast.com and sign up for your free 30-minute coaching evaluation at www.atrepodcast.com. And as my dad would always say, have an attitude of gratitude.